It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Yes, it is Priority Talk Live. Good news. It's Christian Values right here on WXJC Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you for jumping in here with us for the next couple of hours as we uh, keep this talk radio uh, train going. A train. Is that a good analogy? Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Step aboard the train. Oh, uh, listening to Phil Williams. Uh, glad to have my friend on leading into us. Right Side Radio doing a fantastic job. I know those of you across the Huntsville area are probably already familiar with Phil, uh, but those of you uh, from maybe Coleman South uh, new there to his program, if you've been listening in, and uh, he's in my old-time slot, 2 to 4. I, I did that for years. Came in there stomping right through, didn't he? 2 to 4, yeah. I did I did the 8 to 10, I did 1 to 3, 2 to 4, 3 to 5, and now 4 to 6. And, and we Before long, I, I, I won't even get to go to bed. You don't have to deal with the traffic on the way home either. No, I I like that a lot better, man. Look, when we got out here at five o'clock, it was it was bad. I get home about the same time, quite honestly, some days. <laughs> oh, Greg Davis here with you, Jason with us, of course. It is Tuesday. Uh it's Tuesday, uh, but it feels like Monday for me, sorta, of, because I missed here yesterday. So thanks to my good friend Dr. Stan Cook for being in. He gosh, he's been two of the last three shows. He was here for the whole deal. Thursday. And he'd been with me before, of course, uh, over the years, several times. That was, um, but uh, he spent the whole show with us on Thursday talking uh, prophecy and uh, end times. That was great. And then back yesterday, doing more of the same. And I heard a, some of the show as I was driving home from uh, from Nashville. I uh, picked up the program, and goodness, all the way up in Tennessee uh, is where you can hear us all the way up there, uh, to just south of Columbia, Tennessee, and listened all the way the rest of the way in, all the way through uh, Athens to Huntsville to Hartsville to Coleman to Blunt County, Hayden area, all the way into to the old uh, homestead there for myself and um, enjoyed it very, very much so. Uh, hey, we are glad you're with us. Our phone number, 205-941-1011. Now, Phil and I will have different phone numbers, so um, that's not that, it, it's pretty seamless, but uh, we do have different numbers. 205-941-1011 is my number. Here at WXJC 101.1. So give us a call at any time during the program. Uh, we're, we're pretty wide open for calls today if you want to jump in here with us. But thanks to Stan Cook for sitting in yesterday, carrying the full two hours, and just really bringing some great uh, Bible uh, insight and also challenge. My goodness. Uh, he was just challenging us on winning souls for Christ. My goodness. Uh, that That's something that we don't emphasize enough. We And, and why do we not? I mean... Uh, so I, I appreciated the uh, the exhortation that he gave us to, uh, to to win souls 
that it's great to study the end times. It's great to think about the rapture and the second coming and all the signs and the wonders. And that's wonderful. But all of that is, is not just good for uh, information's sake or just for, to be interesting, but it's actually um, it's actually there to motivate us. We, we know what I think God told us what he's told us and gives us just enough to motivate us to get out and live for him 100 percent and then to also uh, share him with with others as much as we possibly uh, can in every way that we can. And so uh, we're, we're very thankful for Stan, and uh, we'll look forward to having him back on the program with us just as regular as, uh, as he can, as he can uh, make the, the opportunity to be with us. Uh, he's always welcome here. So uh, anyway, we're good. Hey, uh, I had a great weekend. I had to do some traveling this weekend. And, and don't forget now, hey, we're on Facebook uh, Live. If you'll head to our Priority Talk Facebook page, you'll find us there, Priority Talk. Uh, and you can also uh, find us in all the different ways at PriorityTalkRadio.com, including our daily podcast, our bi-weekly podcast, our Rumble page with uh, lots of great video segments on there and interviews. Check all that out, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Um, but uh, I was did some traveling this weekend, and while I was uh, on the road, my wife and I, we finally got to do something that we have been just wanting to do now for several years you went to ed bailey's famous house of fried bologna sandwiches uh, well that i did that but that wasn't what i was talking about uh, yeah um we uh we finally made it to the ark encounter up in uh, up in kentucky now i had been to the creation museum it's up in kentucky but just basically in cincinnati it's right by the cincinnati uh, northern kentucky airport uh, i had been there three times and had taken my i'd been there once by myself as i was traveling once i checked it out when it first opened and then um, i had been to the creation museum two other times with my family taking my kids there so they could learn and have that experience uh and they loved it when we took them and they we took them once and then the next year we were like what do y'all want to do and they said we want to go back to the creation museum i mean <laughs> place is just awesome but then uh we talked a lot about the ark encounter but uh, just never never made it up there for one reason or another. Every time we had it planned, and then we were going to go on spring break two years ago. Guess what? COVID came along. And so we finally made it and uh, really enjoyed it. I got to be there on Sunday, and uh, it was just amazing, the Ark Encounter. And uh, if, if you've ever wondered how big the Ark was, I mean, we know how big it was. God, God gave us the, uh, you know, the, the measurements. Told, told Noah exactly how. My life be like. We welcome you back to Priority Talk Live. It's 4:33. We'll be here until 6 p.m. We do it Monday through Friday right here on WXJC Radio. Dot com, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And I uh, haven't been mentioning much lately. Don't forget about the free app. All right. Of course, you can listen online. You can do that off your phone. But it's easy to download the free app. Works great. And uh, you can listen. I've got to, it on my phone. I do, too. And you can my girlfriend's got it on her to, phone. Uh, WXJC Radio anytime. All the great programming during the day. The great Bible teaching, preaching, uh, family talk, focus on the family. Uh, had somebody tell me the other day, they said, uh, I listened to Adrian Rogers on the way in and listened to uh, you on the way home. There you go. Man, 
You know who should really that's have that intimidating. App on their quite, phones? I mean, that's intimidating though to think they listen to Adrian Rogers and then they listen to me. Wow. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> you, you know, I'm way but, down there. But you know who really should have it on their phone? Everybody. Well, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, that person. Put that should, app on yeah. your phone and enjoy great programming. Anybody, everybody. Shows like this one. Yeah, it's there. And uh, and now Phil Williams, two to four, right side radio, right before we come on, you can uh, hear him as well uh, from Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi, all the way down to about Clanton. I'm headed south tonight, by the way. Headed out of here, headed south down through Clanton myself. And I'm going to be on the road a little bit tomorrow, but I'll be back here tomorrow for the program. No problem there. Hey, I know it did some uh, some really heavy storms Saturday evening. I was gone. Uh, as I was telling you, as I was at the Ark Encounter, if you're just joining us, had a great time there. Um, but, uh, some Jason, some really heavy storms came through Saturday. Is that I, under, I understand that right? Uh, knocked power out and shut down the World Games to some extent is what I heard. Outdoor events. That's what I heard as well. Lightning and uh, I guess uh, real real heavy storms. I know the power went off at my house. I wasn't there. When it happens, it happens, right? But the power went down. out. So uh, anytime you have those storms, it just makes me thankful for uh, people like Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Maybe you had some damage. Uh, maybe all that rain, and now you look up, and you got a brown spot on your uh, on your roof, you know, on your ceiling in your house. The water's coming in through the roof line. So, um, hey, they can help you out. Call Jeff. He's the owner. He'll uh, personally walk walk through the job with you, find out if you need a new roof, find out if you just need repairs, maybe just something small. That's fine. They can handle the job and, uh, and, and take care of it, have a no-obligation conversation, get a free estimate, 205 369 nine six three zero jeff and his team they don't mind out and come and doing the little small things um you know and, and then later on they hope you'll use them when you need the big jobs done you know uh, when you do need a new roof or when you have major damage but uh they're, they're good folks and look anybody's advertising on our program you know they're good folks so they've got the years of experience they can meet and exceed your expectations check them out on their facebook page Alabama Reliable Roofing. They're uh, putting up every day the kind of jobs they're doing, and you can see their work. And I love I love one thing they do. They keep the job site clean, and uh, that means a lot. They clean up after themselves. They're going to leave your house and your yard and certainly your roof in a lot better shape than it was before they ever arrived. 205, call Jeff, 205-369-9630. And uh, if they're not the person that handle your job, he'll refer you to the right person. Okay, he'll, he'll get you to the best person. Uh, they know the business and been doing it since 1998, so they can handle it. Okay, uh, let's get to some news of the day and some things that uh, we may find interesting. Um, I found this. I mean, this is so indicative of where we are now uh, with uh, this war on gender. Um, you've got a uh, congressional witness who uh, is a, a, a pro-abortionist um, and uh, being questioned by, uh, you know, uh, some of the congressmen and women and, uh, and, and senators. And um, Senator Josh Hawley was questioning uh, this, uh, this lady, Kahira Bridges. And um, he was questioning her on some of the stuff that she said. And well, let me just let you hear for yourself what she said. This is, this is said in a congressional hearing. I mean, this isn't just, um, you know, off the cuff, uh, weird uh, type, um, you know, fringe element out here. Look, this is absolutely 
Um, hang on, I've got to shut this down, Jason. I, uh, somehow I've got a, a feedback going here before I can play it. There we go. I found it. Uh, let me let me close that down. Okay, here we go. Um, I, I had two or three things running at once, and that that caused uh, that caused me a little bit of a problem. Um, okay, here she goes. You're going to hear Josh Hawley as a question. He's out of Missouri, and then listen to her answer. You 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 almost just can't even believe this. Hang on, I still got it going. What is the problem here? All right, look, let me let me get uh, Michael from Arab, and then we'll get it. I've got a window open somewhere on my computer that's playing the show back through. I'm not sure. Let's head to Arab and talk to Michael. Hey, Michael, what's up, man? Hey, Greg. Uh, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, uh, yeah, glad you guys go to the Ark Encounter. I took my kids to that in the Creation Museum back in 2018, I believe it was. Yep. And we really enjoyed that. Good for you, man. That's a good dad right there. That sure is. Passing along some good worldview. Yeah. I also went to the Corvette Museum. That was fun, too. That's another thing out in Kentucky. Man, my, I have driven past that place so many times, and I have never been there. I I, I want to. I, it just never seems to, you know what I mean, fit in. Um, what we ought to do is just get up a group of us. Well, you've been, but we ought to get up a group of guys and just – I'll make a road trip one day and go up there to the Corvette Museum. We could go back up. We could go up there and back in one day. Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's pretty good. If you go through the week, you actually get a tour of the factory, but it was on Saturday when we went, so is we it, is got it, the museum tour. Did you say it's free to go through it? Yes. I did it not know. I didn't know that. Okay. Great. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know, they had a, uh, a big Seiko come up under years ago. It actually swallowed some very expensive cars, and you, you can watch a video of that. They actually have the cars in there that fell in the giant sinkhole. Wow! No, I've never heard uh, that. I've driven past that because I've driven to Louisville many times over the years, and um, you know, you go right past there, and I, for some reason or another, it just never works out the timing to to work to to go through there. So uh, I, I want to do it one day, though. I appreciate you uh, giving me a good recommendation on it. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, uh, one other thing, Greg. You know, uh, I I had wondered how, what the state of Alabama was going to do about Biden's executive order on trying to uh, force transgender policy or take away, you know, the kids' yep. school lunch money. Yep. So I called my local legislative office, which is in the county I live in, and asked them what the state of Alabama was going to do. They they was unaware. They knew nothing about it. I, I was a little surprised about that. I've heard that from some others as well. And, uh, look, I'm going to be in Montgomery in the morning uh, and meeting with some really high-level uh, lawmakers, and uh, I, that's one of the things I hope to, to be able to bring up. Good, yeah. To make yeah, sure, make sure they are aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All righty. Hey, Michael, I appreciate it, man. Good, good phone call. Yes, Appreciate it. Yep, yeah, I, I have found that as well. A lot of they're just not even aware that uh, the Biden administration's threatened to take away, uh, you know, lunch, free and reduced lunches for states or school systems that don't implement their transgender agenda, which 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 flies in the face of several laws that we have passed in Alabama when it comes to sports and when it comes to bathrooms. Yeah, how about that wokeism? But here's more wokeism. Okay, here it is. I think I got it figured out now. I, somehow the Facebook feed was playing in one place, and then here I was trying to play you know, video, play audio from another place, and they were playing over top of each other. Okay, again, Josh Hawley 
questioning this, uh, let me give you your name again, Kahira Bridges. And uh, again, this is in the Congress. This isn't yeah. some YouTube podcast fringe something out here. I mean, listen to this. I want to visit with you, Ms. Meske, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? She had to take off her mask. Many cis women have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my us, line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people like this, and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're at, opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot. Just I know. In this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary. Extraordinary militant meatheads. Look, that's a professor. They're they're talking about abortion. Is what they're they're talking about. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, where, she's at UC Berkeley, a professor. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but it, indicative of what's going on oh, on college true. campuses. And I know, I know Berkeley is a seriously, you know, seriously liberal. Um, but um, what Berkeley was doing uh, ten years ago is mainstream now. Oh yeah, very much so. And this will be mainstream if if we don't counteract it. With, with truth I mean I, you ever <laughs> notice how did you notice how immediately she immediately jumped to that that defensive progressive sure just angry I mean and, and you know it's it's funny how they will get so well, just enraged and within a split second from you not adhering to their fantasy construct and their messed up little mindset that of things and, and, and frailties that they've never addressed in their own minds or with their own selves, and they expect you and I to turn around and just fall right into that fantasy construct. Yeah. I am sorry. No, you're not getting that. Men can't become pregnant. I, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> they just can't. And if you don't understand that, uh, you don't need to be a college professor. You probably need to be in a mental home somewhere. I thought somewhere. college was supposed to be for higher learning, not uh, politicization and, and agendas. And, and let and, me remind everybody of this again, that uh, a man is a man and can never become a woman, and a woman is a woman and can never become a man. It can't happen physiologically. Now, you can change your appearance. 
Okay. I'll give you that. And, and people shouldn't do that, though, until they're adults. And, um, you know, we should protect minors. That's what the VCAP bill has been all about. Uh, but, uh, man, I mean, just to ask when you're talking about people who can be pregnant, are you talking about women? Uh, your line of questioning is transphobic and opens trans people to violence. Uh, and then she talks about, they always talk about these one in five or whatever the numbers are of people, uh, trans people have tried to commit suicide. Well, what does that have to do with his well, question? It's not. Be, they need to consider the fact that it may not be because people aren't uh, accepting of trans. It might be the fact that they've got some really serious mental issues going on. Exactly. And need some help. Yeah. And, and telling and, and, them what you're doing and what you're thinking is all okay, that's not helping them. They need help. Yeah, but, the, the, but the, like the professor, she's going to bully and intimidate and try to shut down anyone that questions that. Yeah, and that's typical of the militant left. Uh, that is um, that that is what we're dealing with. I had one question. A friend of mine is listening to the show right mm-hmm. now. She she uh, asked a question. She goes, she wanted to know how a transgender female can get pregnant biologically. A man can have sex, have a sex change, but can't have a uterus, no, right? No, of course not. I a mean, man can't goodness. be a woman. And a woman can't be a man. Physiologically right. impossible. But as I did on Facebook the other night, I now self-identify as an ice cream sandwich. I so saw that. With one bite go. taken out of it. I have claimed it, and you're going to have to accept it. Look, they, there's there's a group of people out there that would be totally fine with that. Look, if you want to pretend you're a man that you're a woman, and if you want to pretend a woman that you're a man, I, I, that's your own business, Okay. I think you, you, you've you got some serious issues going on. And the, the outfits but, will look silly. But don't expect me to uh, to, to act like you don't have uh, some serious problems and, and expect me just to go along with you and act like I have problems as well. Now, I'm not out to offend anybody. I'm not I'm not trying to run people off. Um, you know, if we're going to help someone, we have to be likable. You know, we're, I'm not there to offend anyone. That that's not should never be the goal. It could happen, but our goal is not to offend. And uh, if I had to uh, talk with somebody in terms to share the gospel with them, I would, one on one. But to go out in public and me act like a man's a woman and a woman is a man, then that discredits my mental uh, acuity. Okay, two zero five nine four one. 1011. When we come back, I'll just go right down this same line of thinking and uh, tell you about uh, what the Biden administration's been doing um, in uh, in prisons when it comes to transgenderism. Oh my goodness! Look, all the damage being done to our country right now. You know, we're we're complaining about gas prices and inflation, and it's bad. And look, new numbers are coming out tomorrow on inflation. And the White House is already saying they're expecting them to be high. They're going to be higher than they've been. It's okay. Joe's going to come out there and tell you how so, great the economy is, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, inflation. High inflation is good for the economy. So, uh, you know, we're worried about all this stuff. But below the surface, the worst damage being done to this country is in the mental health and the spiritual health of people. Absolutely. We are. We have a culture that is absolutely um, twisting people's minds and hearts and souls, twisting it up, wrapping it up, throwing it in the trash, 
And then we wonder why people go out and get guns and knives and do all this stuff. That's the culture we're living in. And then look and see what they're doing in prisons. I'll tell you about it when we come back. 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. Fox Mortgage has been such a help for not only me, but my parents 15 years ago. And now, recently, my brother and his wife just closed on their first home, too. So they've definitely made a huge impact on my whole family. My name is Erin, and um, my husband and I recently started the first-time home buying experience, and we heard about Fox Mortgage through my parents. They actually bought a home and went through the process with Mr. Jim Corey and his family about 15 years ago. We were really impressed with Mr. Corey and his family and how personal they were and how they took our questions and really invested in my family with this first-time home buying experience. Mr. Corey did a great job of calling me, asking me how I was doing, answering any questions that we had about the process, which I think is really important, especially when you're buying your first house. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 1-84762, Jim Corey, 212-055. Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his team create lasting relationships with all of their clients, and they've been helping many of our listeners across North Alabama. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage at 205-661. I'm Evangelist Alveda King, and you're listening to Priority Talk. And we return at eight minutes till the top of the hour. Al Blanton, organizer of the Fort 13 Men's Conference, uh, he's going to join us after the top of the hour and update us. Uh, Daryl Strawberry going to be in town, along with Jeremiah Castile, Chet Williams, and a lot of others. I, I'm just, he'll, he'll tell us. I mean, they've added more and more people to this. I've lost track to some degree. Uh, he's going to join us after the top of the hour for five or ten minutes and just update us on tickets and coming to the event and how to make that happen. A great opportunity. Uh, dads, get your boys out there. Let them meet some uh, some sports heroes that um, also love the Lord and aren't ashamed of it. They need to see those kind of role models from you because they're seeing plenty of the other. Okay, uh, talking about the damage being done, and, and honestly, th- this whole transgender, di- look, this is all an attack on the family. Don't Don't miss what it is, which is an attack on God. God ordained the family, and so if you can, as the, really the foundation of our of our societies, and so if you can if you can uh, destroy the family, then uh, you can destroy society, and that's the goal is to destroy our society, so that they can build back a new society, a society that uh, is what they want it to be, which of course is uh, is atheistic socialist communist luciferianism there you go that that's that's the whole ideal here um that's the whole deconstruction idea and that's being applied to basically every area of life including family and when because if you can attack family then gender then you're tearing down the family so this is a recent report by the washington free beacon uh 
uncovering that the Department of Justice uh, has put about a million and a half dollars into a transgender programming curriculum. They did it through an outside firm. Um, so they gave somebody a million and a half dollars to uh, to perpetrate their uh, this um, uh, this perversion upon inmates. It's designed to help transgender inmates with their gender identity, sexual health, and safety. That's what they say. Uh, and to manage identity concerns during their incarceration. So there's a contract out there to develop this curriculum that can be uh, pushed out through all the prisons. Are they going to get to have They've their own prison? They've got a captive audience. They're going to get to have their own prison? Well, I think they pretty much do. <laughs> yeah, i got to wonder about that. I mean, I think they already got, got the prisons. Um, it's uh, to develop a program to help transgender inmates access hormone treatment after release as well. So that's part of it. So as soon as they get out, okay, go, get you, go get your hormone treatments. Uh, the program will assist inmates seeking employment through the assistance of institutional social workers. Inmates will also be informed about discrimination laws that protect them when seeking employment. Uh, so just basically, just, hey, man, you think you're a woman? Okay, let's just push you on right down the road instead of going, hey, maybe that's your problem. So un unclear if the curriculum's been implemented yet, um, but it, uh, it's going to be available. And so they're saying uh, there's some um, 1,200 transgender individuals serving in uh, serving sentences in federal prisons. The administration spent roughly 1,250 per transgender prisoner. Uh, that's 50 more than COVID-19 stimulus payments. So uh, that that this is what your money's going to. It's a, a spending spree by the Biden White House to uh, to spread transgenderism. And uh, to me. Again, this is probably the most dangerous thing going on in our country right now is, is the family. Um, it, it's, uh, it's to destroy the traditional biblical family. That is the goal here. Don't miss out on what it is. Don't misconstrue what it is. I don't. Every person involved may not understand the big picture, but the people pulling the strings... That's exactly what they're trying to do. There, there is just no, um, no denying it, no getting around it. And so, you know, we've got it now on the, uh, you know, the passport applications. You can select X as your gender. Um, we're just doing away with gender. And so, when you do away with that, you do away with traditional roles of men and women. Um, you, you blend the two together, and when you blend the two together, uh, you've uh, you've watered down what it means to be. Uh, a man and a woman with, for, you know, for life with kids, raising a healthy family with a male and female balance in in their um, uh, in their development. And so, um, you know, it's um, it's a, it's a sick, sick world we live in. And um, here, here's a report that two women in New York prison are impregnated by a transgender inmate. Well, of course. I mean, you know, when you they're making it now where, like you said, they're on prison. Well, what they do is it, they're taking men and putting putting them in women's prisons because they th they say they're women. Well, you know what that song says? Sometimes it's hard to be a woman. <laughs> oh, man. Stand by your man. Yeah. It's some sick stuff coming from a sick administration. 
Um, and uh, the people pulling these strings behind this are just absolutely um, perverted to the core. It is evil from the pit of hell, and you better be teaching your, your kids what a man and what a woman, and you better teach them uh, what, and you better teach them why, and then they need to experience men and women in a healthy, loving family atmosphere where they can distinguish between the two and be uh, be consistent in who they are and understand who they are and whose they are. Uh, it's it's a sick world that we live in, and I just uh, I hate it. You know, if you've got kids or grandkids and you think about the world that they're going to live in if this trend continues, I mean, two and a half more years at least of this administration doing this stuff, and there's not a whole lot, honestly, to stop it. And if you even ask, as, as Hawley did, Josh Hawley out of Missouri, you even ask, you're talking about people that get pregnant, or are you talking about a woman, and you're accused of being transphobic just for suggesting that uh, it's only women who can become pregnant? Mm. That's where we're at. All right, we've got another hour yet to come. It is Priority Talk Live. Greg Davis here with you. We're live on Tuesday afternoon. Al Blanton joins us on the other side. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Welcome in for hour number two. It is Priority Talk Live. Greg Davis. Good news and Christian values right here on WXJC Radio, reaching uh, Tennessee into Georgia, Mississippi, and all the way down to Clanton. Glad to have you along with us at 101.1 FM. Also, uh, many others listening online. WXJC Radio, the free app, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Listen live. Uh, head over there for all the good information about the program, including our uh, way, all the ways to listen, both live and uh, and later. All the podcasts are there, and uh, our archives are there, and uh, and also events. And when you go there, you'll see the 413 Men's Conference. It's going to happen this weekend. You've heard us talking about it uh, quite a bit here on the program, brought to you by Carl Cannon Chevrolet Buick GMC there in Jasper, Alabama. And the event will be at Jasper High School July 15-16. That's Friday night and Saturday. And uh, we're excited to welcome back to the program uh, the man putting it all together, Al Blanton. I know he's got a great team, um, but his vision for the 413 Men's Conference uh, coming to our area. And, uh, Al, I was uh, just telling people earlier, the last hour, um, you know, get on out to this. Uh, this is uh, this is the kind of this is like a stadium type event. I mean, uh, this is the kind of event you see at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center or Von Braun. Uh, you know, with thousands and thousands of men coming out, and it's going to be there in Jasper, Alabama, Jasper High School. Man, how are y'all? 
Man, I'm doing great, Greg. Appreciate you having me on again. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We've got some awesome uh, speakers. Obviously, our headliner, Daryl Strawberry, uh, who's the World Series champion with the Mets in 86, but also Jeremiah Castile, uh, who's Alabama's football chaplain, and Reverend Chet Williams, who is Auburn's football chaplain. But um, to me, you know, um, as important are the breakout sessions yep. that we're going to have. We're going to have some great speakers there, uh, local pastors and counselors and therapists to kind of help us to navigate some of those issues that we all face as men. Yeah, and let me say, you got some really. I mean, you've got you've got kind of like top notch, uh, you know, headline type people leading these breakout groups, and of course, they'll be. Um, you know, there'll be good numbers of people in those as well. Um, but I'm just, you know, tell some of the folks that are going to be leading some of these breakouts because that's quite impressive as well. Yeah, one of the first guys um, is a guy named Greg Oliver who has a local ministry in Birmingham called Awaken Recovery. Um, he's going to be talking about healthy sexuality. Uh, Adam Calvert at, over at Calvert and Associates is going to be talking about uh, dealing with negative emotions like anger, anxiety, bitterness, resentment, things like that, and also finding your true identity in Christ. Uh, Greg Tinker is a guy who uh, lives yeah. here in Jasper Greg, um, who yeah. has been – Good, good friend of mine and my mentor for a long time, and um, he's going to talk about uh, bouncing back from trials. And Greg has certainly faced a number of trials in his life, yes. and um, and um, excited about the message that he's going to bring. So, you're absolutely right. I mean, we we really try to get the best of the best in terms of these breakout sessions, and and that was really the, the one of the reasons why I started um, and decided to host this conference is. I just realized how much men needed this. There was a, a vacuum of content, I think, in today's society, and we just wanted to provide that for guys and, and give them exposure to that so they can walk that out in their daily lives. Well, we want a lot of you to get out to it, uh, and you can uh, head to our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, click on Events, and it'll take you straight to the uh, the registration page and all that, or you can look for it on Eventbrite.com, 413 Men's Conference, or find their Facebook page. Uh, you'll, you'll find it. Um, it's out there, 413, just 413, Men's Conference. Uh, tell us about the timing and all of that and uh, how, how the, just how some of it's going to flow Friday, Saturday. Answer some of the, the, the frequently asked questions of people that may still be thinking about coming. Yeah, some people have already registered. They've, they've pre-registered, and um, we'll have uh, an official registration at Jasper High School in Carl Cannon Gymnasium uh, from four to six on Friday. So I would, you know, if you're if you're planning on coming, I would say get there a little bit early. You're going to walk in, you're going to check in, um, and then you're going to sign out, sign up for your three breakout groups, um, and you'll you'll do that, and we'll kind of blow you through there and then the conference will start at uh at six o'clock sharp um we're going to have just some opening remarks by me and then we'll have some worship and then we'll hop into our um our first speaker when it's uh chet williams who's going to be speaking um friday night and then uh to conclude we'll have a breakout session friday um and then we'll have a short video presentation that'll conclude saturday uh friday night and then we'll we'll hop into Saturday. What time you think Friday night? We kind of what's the general plan? To, time it'll be over. Yeah, we'll we'll probably wrap up about nine fifteen. Okay. Um, that way everybody can uh, can get home or get back to their hotel or get back to Birmingham. Um, and uh, you know we'll start bright and early Saturday morning. Uh, have coffee available about seven o'clock, and then we'll get started about seven forty five. And 
uh, uh, Jeremiah Castile will speak at 8 o'clock. Okay. Well, that's sort of what I was getting at is people may need to gauge whether or not it's uh, worth a drive back home or, hey, stay in a hotel, which you've got many of, you know, great spots to stay there at I-22. Uh, and, and then the high school's not just a bit a few minutes there off the interstate. So uh, very, very easy to find, plenty of places to eat. Um, all of that kind of stuff. If you haven't been to Jasper, you'll certainly enjoy uh, your visit to the to the to the town, to the city of, uh, for certain. And then uh, what? And then Daryl Strawberry will speak. And what time you wrap up on Saturday? What's what's the plan? Strawberry will speak about one twenty-five, um, and he'll speak for close to an hour and take take a couple questions. Um, we're at, we're going to be auctioning off a couple of strawberry jerseys uh, before he speaks, uh, and those will be for charity. And then after he speaks, we'll have an invitation, um, and then we'll we'll close out the event. So it should should finish up about two forty five. Okay. Um, you might be able to get a, a round of golf in after the co- conference on Saturday. So um, <laughs> it'll be a good um, it'll it'll be an intense um, um, two days. Um, but I think we're going to walk away from this um, uh, on 245 on Saturday, you know, uh, being a better man. Yeah. So people can pre-register now. Uh, just go online and uh, go ahead and register, and you, you're all taken care of. And then when you show up Friday night or if you're just able to show up Saturday, you know, you can come to one or the other. If you can't make, you know, if you can't do both, make one or the other. Um, they can go ahead and register, or uh, you'll register on site as long as there's uh, availability, Correct. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna cap things. Um, there'll there'll be a cap on the okay. number of people that we that we bring in. We just we, we're not going to be able to accommodate uh, too many people. So um, and I and I hope that's a problem. I hope I hope that we have uh, a lot of men show up for this event, and uh, you know we may have a little bit of an overflow, and we just want people to you know feel welcome and uh just feel invited and and just come and and uh, you know they can share if they want to if if they don't want to share anything um they can just receive good content and uh, and be on their way but we just we just invite guys to come on i know that the enemy is really working to you know for you know to give men excuses not to come to this event whether that be fear or the the cost of the conference or you know, a, a litany of other reasons, but we just want people to, to show up and uh, just have a place to go where they can uh, work through some of these things in, in fellowship. Yeah. What about people bringing their, their sons with them? What, what What's your suggestion on uh, ages or, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, I would say, um, you know, in terms of going through the entire conference, I would say, you know, uh, 18 and up probably. Okay. Um, um, but I w- we are giving um, uh, some juniors and seniors um, in high school the ability to just hear uh, Daryl Strawberry speak on Saturday, and that's going to be $10 a person. So um, some of those younger guys, we really wanted them to be able to hear Daryl's testimony. Sure. He's got such a great message, and I think it would really resonate with some of our young folks. And so all they'd need to do is just show up and pay 10 bucks so they can hear Daryl Strawberry speak. The, the auditorium will, will accommodate 1,200 people, so we've got some, some room for some young folks to come hear him. So we just invite them to come as well. Yeah, well, Al, you've done a, you've done a great job, and I've put on events from 10 people to 10,000, and I know, I know what you're going through. It's, it's a stressful time. Uh, it's it's all worth it if God's called you to do it, but it, but it is stressful and there's a lot of details to pull off and loose ends to tie up and so uh, you're in our prayers as you as you kind of you know get this thing polished off and I know it'll come off and it'll be wonderful and uh, man I really appreciate your vision for it and for allowing us to to be a little small part of it and and help get the word out and 
Uh, I know I know some folks that are coming that have that have heard about it and uh, you know through the radio and they're excited about it. So um, I uh, I just I'm really glad we're able to share the word on it, Al. Yeah, well, I, I certainly covet your prayers, and man, it's it has been a lot of work. It's been it a lot more work than I anticipated, and you know, if you can just impact one person, um, we will have succeeded with this event. So that's that's what we're praying for, and um, we're praying for men's hearts to be changed, and you know, for salvations at this event. So um, uh, we just we'd appreciate all your prayer and support, and I. I I'm thankful that you had me on a couple of times. I really do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, and look, some of you may want to, uh, you know, Wednesday night at church or if you meet with a small group during the week, men, uh, gather up two or three or four or five of you, you know, from church or your group and head on out there Friday night, make a weekend of it together. I know there's a lot going on, but every now and then you just got to take time for yourself and ladies encourage your husbands to go and, uh, you know, go take their sons with them that are, you know, they're, that are high school age and up and, um, and, and get out there, they'll come back like new people. It's really good for men to be with other men and to worship and to, to dig through these issues. Like you say, uh, it just does us a world of good. It's not something we get enough of. So I'm um, excited about it. Can't wait. And uh, Al Blanton, you've done a great job. Folks, find it 413. Okay, it's 413 Men's Conference. It's at our website. It's on social media. I've shared it on our social medias. Uh, you can uh, message them over the 413 Men's Conference Facebook page if you got other questions. And uh, they'll respond and get back with you and uh, help make it happen for you. Al, thank you, man. God bless you. You too, Greg. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Got gotcha. you. All righty. Get on out, my friends. Uh, it's going to be a good one. And uh, I, I'm I'm working on some things for uh, Friday to, to go with this. I, I hope I can pull it off. I don't want to speak out too much. But y'all pray pray for some stuff on my end as well. I'm trying to, trying to make it work. You rented the gorilla costume, didn't you? Trying to. Yeah. Well, yeah, trying to. Um, Okay, let me take a break. Let me come back on the other side, and we'll uh, kind of reboot things. We'll be here until 6 p.m., of course. We do it Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, here on WXJC Radio. Good news, Christian values. Greg Davis here with you. Priority Talk. This is Bailey. And this is Lil. We just bought our first home through Fox Mortgage. Sisters Bailey and Lil talk about their experience working with Jody Davidson at Fox Mortgage. So when we first started the house buying process, our parents referred us to Fox Mortgage. When they bought their home, they said it was just a great process. We used Jody with Fox Mortgage, and she was very, very helpful, quick with our responses to our silly questions. Uh, Again, we were very not experienced in the home buying process. When we went to closing on our to close on our house, we were told that we had the lowest interest rate for that day that they had seen in a while as well. They made the first time home buying experience extremely easy and a smooth process. Call 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184-762. We are so proud to have Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his staff be a part of our program. Call them for your mortgage needs at 205-661-6868. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets, and at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. 
So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com. And protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. This is Jack Graham of PowerPoint Ministries, and you are listening to Priority Talk. Nineteen minutes after the hour. Hope everybody's having a great afternoon. Be careful out there on the roads. Rush hour time, and uh, through Birmingham and Huntsville, no doubt about it. Everybody, uh, careful, careful, careful. Glad you're with us. All right. Thanks to Al Blanton for joining us, and thanks to Al Blanton for putting on this conference. It's uh, it's. Let me tell you, this is a major deal to pull off. You start talking about a two-day event um, with uh, the the kind of people he's got coming through. I know what's involved. And doing this, I know, and uh, it is a it's a handle when you don't do this uh, when this uh, when you don't have a, a whole organization set up to support something like this. And he's got I know people working with him and helping him, but I'm just saying when you're you're depending on everybody being volunteer to man something like this to set it up. I, I'm talking, and you know you got food involved, you got orders that's got to be made. They're providing T-shirts. You got to pick people for up from the airport. You've got, uh, con, you know, agreements and contracts, things that have to be sort of fulfilled. Um, it, it, it is, um, it it's is a logistical handle. nightmare. Yeah, you're talking, you're talking audiovisual. Um, I mean, uh, you're, and then you're, you're doing it at a school, so you got to deal with that level of things. Then you're just trying to register people, <laughs> hope people come. Uh, you know, I think it's going well, but I just know uh, it is a, it is a, uh, it's a killer to pull one of these things off and anybody that bites it off um, is to be highly commended and and it's easier to do something like that in a church setting because you've already got a lot of things built in uh, but a lot of times the way to reach people is not by asking them to come to the church uh, getting them to a high school auditorium is, is a much more neutral setting and that's what it's going to take to reach some some men who are who, who may be turned off by the church and maybe for good reason I'm not. I'm not against inviting people to church. Hear me, but uh, there's some people you got to reach different people in different ways. Okay, talking about a lot of the issues, the transgender issue earlier, um, all these issues with men that we were mentioning, and uh, and I believe there's a reason for all of this. And uh, you know, you can you can blame the Republicans or Democrats. You can blame politicians. You can blame um, everybody you you know you want to for these kind of issues. But look here. Here's the, the the bottom line of it, and this comes out in a new poll uh, that's been uh, put out by a Gallup, and um, it's uh, it's astonishing, and it tells us here here's the bottom line that a a record high percentage of Americans believe the Bible is a collection of quote unquote fables recorded by men, and a very low percentage believe it to be the actual Word of God. There's the bottom line. That's that is the issues we're having in our society today. It told us that 29% of adults in the U.S. and this is the most ever on this type of polling, this number, 29% say they believe in an ancient 
the Bible is an ancient book of fables, legends, history, and moral precepts recorded by man. While 20% of adults, the lowest ever, so you got the most ever, and now here's the lowest ever, say they believe it is the actual word of God and is to be taken literally word for word. The last time they did this poll in 2017, it was 26% and 24%. So now you see the slide. We're almost to a third of people who give the Bible no more credibility than Aesop's fables or, or some history book. Now, the middle option in the poll, it also went up. It went up, uh, it was close, but it went up about two points from 47 to 49. And, and here's where almost half, here's where half the people fall. That the Bible is the inspired word of God, okay, but not everything in it should be taken literally. So you've got half the people in the country who uh, believe this is God's word, but, but that uh, they basically say, eh, but you can sort of pick and choose the parts that you want to uh, apply to your life because it's not all, not all really true. So uh, these numbers are going the wrong direction on us. And uh, there's a need to really uh, teach people, including our own kids and grandkids, the reliability of the scriptures. Uh, but you've got half the people who believe it's a, it's a buffet line, pick and choose what you want. And you've got uh, another third of the people who say it's just a, uh, a book of fables and traditions and just moral precepts. So, I mean, there's two-thirds of your population. Two-thirds. Now, the question, you know, literally, you know, some people may take that different ways. Um, uh, some of the Bible is symbolic and representative, okay? So, so, yes, I get that. But what they mean here is that it should be followed literally, taken literally, not read literally, but taken literally. So that, that's in the application of it. That's the way I understand this, this poll. And uh, that, look, you can, you can slice and dice and squeeze this any way you want to. Um, you, can, you can blame progressives. You can blame, uh, you know, whatever political party that you want to put the, the noose around their neck and say it's your fault. But this is flowing from an, an inability over the decades, quite honestly, this isn't something new. This is flowing from an inability over the decades for the church to uh, rightly divide the word of God and to be in season, uh, to be faithful in season and out of season, and to and to teach that if if God's word clearly says. In the beginning, God created male and female, then he created male and female. And if God said it's not good for a man to be alone and created a woman to be to complement him, then so I'm just applying this to family. You know what I mean? We we just haven't um, given good reason for the hope that we have in Jesus. And that's what the Bible exhorts us to do is to be to be ready to give the reasoning 
and we just don't do it. And so we're see, seeing a, a slide. Every time you run these numbers, they go further and further and further. I, I was uh, going through some old books the other day, and I came, up, I came across some of George Barna's books from the 90s. And uh, we were alarmed then at the numbers. And he was saying then that if we don't do this and this and this and this in the next 20, 30 years, here's where we're going to be. And guess what? He was right on spot with it. So I call on parents and pastors and influencers uh, to, to get back to the Bible. It worked good for a long time, and it, it'll still work good. Uh, it's going to be a slow turn, but uh, we've got to get back to, to helping people understand uh, what the Bible is, why we believe the Bible, and it helping people experience what the Bible uh, reveals to us because it is the much better way to live your life, the much better way. If, uh, if, if we could live by God's way all the time, do you know how much better this world would be? Do you know how much better your life would be, your family, the things you have to deal with and worry with? Just think if we did it God's way. I mean, um, you want to talk about economy turning around? Of course it would. You want to talk about violence turning around in this in this country and in our communities? Of course it would. You want to talk about when you have to lock your doors, shut lock your lock your doors or shut your uh, close your front front door. You can leave it wide open. If people live God's way, nobody would steal, nobody would kill, nobody would commit adultery. Can you imagine? God's way is the right way, and uh, we've got to get back to helping people see God's word is just just not some ancient book of um, how they call it um, legends and fables and history and moral precepts, and that it is actually the word of God, and that it proves itself to be the word of God. You know, it's one thing to say, "Yeah, I believe it's the word of God." Well, why do you believe it's the word of God? Why? Because that's what your kids are wondering. That guy at the pulpit, he says this is God's Word. Well, how do I know it's God's Word? Why? Why do you believe that? Can we even tell them? Can you even share that with them? I'll say it to you like this, because God's Word has always proven itself to be God's Word. And then go back and study that out and look at it and begin to share that. It's the answer. The rest of this stuff, it's the root. The rest of this is just the fruit. We talk a lot about the fruit, but we, get, we need to revisit that what's below the ground. That's, that's the root of the problem, and it is um, sin, which is not lining up with God's perfect moral standard as giving in His Word. Half hour left. We'll be right back.
And we're back in for our final two segments of this day. It is Tuesday. We're live, 205-941-1011. Great chance to jump into the program here. Um, your thoughts on the last commentary given about the alarming numbers of people who do not believe um, God's Word is what it, God's Word is. That's the problem of our uh, society. That's the issue we're having. We've had a breakdown in, um, in God's Word, and because of that, uh, we've got um, two-thirds of the country, at least, by these numbers, at least two-thirds, who, uh, who don't believe that uh, God's Word is to be uh, taken literally and applied to our lives, literally. you got people who think, just write it off as a complete joke, just a bunch of fables and you know moral teachings and you know stuff like that stories and then you've got people who just take it as a uh, as a cafeteria line who just sort of say uh, yeah I, I, I you know I, I believe the Bible's God's word but not all of it's literal not all of it should be taken for what it is so if I don't want to believe this then I don't have to and if I don't want to believe that I don't have to I can just kind of pick and choose and that's what um, most people are doing at least half according to those numbers that's exactly what they're doing and so when it comes to abortion or it comes to gender uh, when it comes to you know issues with life uh, when it comes to all of these issues we just sort of um, pick and choose and uh, we go with the uh, uh, the the pressure, the heat, the influence of the third, who have no moral morals whatsoever, really. I mean, if you don't believe God's word, then you, you really you're living. You have no uh, outside moral standard. If what is it? If you have one, what is it? What's it based on? Uh, it's just based on what you think it should be. And so you've got. Um, a third of people that are uh, that are influencing the rest of the people in the wrong direction. They're loud and proud and out there and not ashamed. And uh, we'll call you ugly names like this lady did, Josh Hawley, for even suggesting that only a woman can have a baby at a congressional hearing. Said he is uh, transphobic and inciting people to violence. Crazy stuff. All right, let's get to the phones here. And uh, let me get to um, Ed from Birmingham. I'm going to go ahead and get Ed in here, and uh, we'll we'll move on along with that here in just a minute. Uh, Ed, welcome in, man. Been a, well, not not that long ago, but good to hear from you. Anyway, I was just going to say, if when you lose track of truth, you lose the ability to handle the difference between fantasy and reality. Apparently, that's right. But anyway, I was going to say something. Are you familiar with evangelical apologist Elisa Childress? Lisa Childress. Uh, I don't think so. I discovered her on YouTube. Apparently there was an archaeological discovery back in 2019, only reported recently. The delay was because of COVID and everything, mm -hmm. and all the fallout from that. But there was a find of a, a clay tablet with lead, mixed with lead. I guess they used the lead for the writings in the Scripture. But it was from the Scriptures and from the Torah, and it vindicates the claim that Moses wrote the Pentateuch, yeah. which old line liberals like to undermine the idea that it 
the theological liberals, that is, would would like to undermine the idea that Moses wrote the Pentateuch, no matter what John chapter 5 says about the writings of Moses. And Jesus said, if you believe Moses, you'd believe me. Sure. And so basically, uh, that seemed to be an interesting guest for your show. Uh, Lisa Childress, Evangelical Apologetics. Yeah, I found her on YouTube, and she has an interesting testimony. She's got a book called Another Gospel. And she's talking, and it's a response to progressivism's influence on the gospel. And she got hooked, sidetracked in that for a while, but then the Lord brought her out of that. All right. Ed, I'll check it out. Good to hear from you, my friend. Give us a call uh, more frequently. Yeah, anyway, I was just, the, the other point I would, want, I would like to okay, make real quick. real quick is that the, uh, those who are trying to turn the Bible into mythology, especially the first 11 chapters, mm-hmm. How do you explain the genealogies and that show up in the genealogy of Jesus and Luke? Well, that's exactly right. And look, and I just I got mean, back from the Ark cool. Encounter, and they they go through that whole thing. In fact, I took a picture from one of the uh, rooms you, that you were in, and it had the whole genealogy laid out. And uh, yeah, I mean, they don't, Ed. They just don't. That's that's the and, problem. And but nobody this, expects for, them to. And if you say that the first eleven chapters are, are mythological. Then what do you do with the original sin, the original fall of man? Is that merely mythical? Well, so God, God sends His Son to something's got to explain why the world the way it is the way it is now. You're right. No, the first eleven chapters of the Bible are key, and uh, that's where uh, I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I was at the Ark Encounter and then also singing the praises at the Creation Museum. That's what they do such a wonderful job on um, is is sharing uh, and, and giving an experience so you can understand. Uh, that first those first 11 chapters because without that you really can't understand the rest of uh, the bible ed i gotta run man hey thank you for the call look forward to hearing back from you soon uh outstanding yeah good stuff and i'll check out lisa childress uh for sure but uh, yeah if you've never just done a study genesis 1 through 11 you should that gets you right up to abraham you need to understand that that helps you understand the, the world where we came from and uh, why things are the way they are. Yeah, when you get a full, complete understanding of the book of Genesis, you yep. un- the rest of the Bible falls into place. Especially 1 through 11. In part- and and you got to get on into Abraham. But start with Genesis 1 through 11. If you can just study those 11 chapters and really understand them, um, then uh, you will be a long way uh, down the road. All right, let's uh, jump in here and visit with our good friend Jim Corey with Fox Mortgage. Jim, I uh, hope <laughs> you're enjoying that conversation, man. I know that's right up your alley. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I, I tell you, well, let's don't get into all that. We'd be here all day. <laughs> we would but, be. Uh, <laughs> Talk to us about the market. Yeah. Uh, how's it looking for buyers out there right yeah. now? Well, that's. I do want to bring that up. You know, we uh, first of all, let's cover something that we haven't mentioned in a long time. Okay. You know, we're uh, located in Birmingham, but we have attorneys in Huntsville, and we can close anywhere in the whole state. And so we need to let you know, folks know that you know that they're listening audience. That, hey, man, we're we're, we're your go-to folks for mortgage needs now. Uh, I wanted to talk about how that we had a lot of folks that got out of the market buying a house because they were getting outbidded. The uh, you know it was just I'm tired of this, and now the inventory has increased, so there's more of homes available. Is the best way to say that, mm-hmm. and uh, you might want to get back in the market again because uh, there, I, I'm seeing a turnaround. It's still not a seller's market. I mean, it's still not a buyer's market, but it is turning that way slightly it's not a seller market as big as it was i hope i didn't ramble too much there no i, I think that that understands <laughs> it's uh it's uh it's 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 getting a little bit more friendly if you're a buyer because it has yeah. been very difficult you got you had to be quick yeah. and you had to be high 
uh, yep. high on your uh, on your offer, and uh, you're saying that's cooling just a little bit. Absolutely, and uh, seeing a little reduction in some prices on some houses that I was familiar with, and so uh, I, you know, I'm not a statistician, but I see it changing. So, hey, folks, if you if you got out of the market a few years, a months ago, maybe it's time to get back into it. All right, Jim, tell them how they can get a hold of you guys. Okay, and our phone is two zero five six six one six eight six eight. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. All right, Jim. Appreciate you, brother. Have a great afternoon. Right. Yes, Thank sir. You. All right. Appreciate him hanging on for us here. We, uh, all right, let me get to this. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to talk about this yesterday because uh, I was uh, away. I know uh, some others talked about it. I actually heard uh, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, which began here uh, yesterday between 2 and 4 right here on WXJC. I heard Phil talking about it. I had seen it, and but uh, just now my chance to get to this, back to the abortion issue, which, again, the only reason we have an abortion issue in this country is because we haven't taken God's word, uh, what it says plainly, that every life matters and that every life has value and that God knows us in the womb and, uh, and has a plan and a purpose for us. He says that. That's the reason we have an issue. Is we, we haven't taken what God has said about life seriously. So, okay. A California doctor. This is amazing. I mean, just the depths that people will go to uh, to murder the unborn. Have you heard this, Jason? Have you, you haven't heard this, I don't think. No, probably not. Proposing... I can't even, I could not even have come up with this. And I, if I sat down and said, okay, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, how how creative can the abortionist be? I, I, I don't give these people enough credit for how uh, evil smart they are. A California doctor proposing a floating abortion clinic in the Gulf of Mexico as a way to maintain access for people in southern states where abortion bans have been enacted, like Alabama, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah, I did hear that one. Floating. Yeah, so you can sail into international waters. Yes. Federal waters out of the reach of state laws that would offer first trimester surgical abortions, contraception, and other care. University of California, San Francisco, of course. There's no surprise coming out of the left coast. Well, it's coast not. There. It's not. Uh, but look, what's what's left comes here. He says, uh, th- "There's been an assault on reproductive rights in our country." No, not really. Reproductive rights would be uh, somebody saying, "Hey, you can't have any more kids." Yeah, that, we don't have that here. No one's coming. They to have mu- that in uh, places like China. Yeah, they're, they're not coming to mutilate you between your legs. No. So, um, it, you're free to have a baby. I'm a lifelong advocate, he says, for reproductive health and choice. We have to create options and be thoughtful and creative to help people in restrictive states get the health care they deserve. So they're trying to do this through a uh, prowess nonprofit, short for protecting reproductive rights of women endangered by state statutes. Goodness. Uh, so Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, 
Uh, they want to put it right out there in the Gulf. And um, I guess you could go stay at the beach, um, get put you up in a nice condo, put you on a boat. Everybody, you know, get on the boat that morning. They'll ride you out so far. I don't know how far out they'd have to go. And um, kill your baby. You know. And then get a little drinking with an hope umbrella you live and to on, get, on they, deck afterwards. Don't forget they get paid. Don't forget that part. And um, then they uh, deliver you back to the to the beach, to the shore. And uh, you just go back to your condo and hang out at the beach. I, I You know, I saw... I saw it coming to maybe state lines and it being like a gambling issue where they'll they'll put casinos right at the state line or you know they'll put um you know places to buy lottery tickets and such you know and they'll do it just right across the Alabama line right into Mississippi or Georgia to draw people over. I saw that coming. You know, if you bordered a state that had more liberal abortion laws uh more more free abort, more freedom in abortion that that they would put them where people could get to them a lot easier. I saw that coming. Um, I, you know, we saw we reported how another doctor out of California had suggested that they would pick women up in a car like a limo type service, drive them to the airport, put them on a plane, drop, fly them to another state, give them their abortion, put them back on the plane, back into a nice car, deliver them back to their home. You know, uh, some people would get, they'd get pregnant just for the attention. Along with a fruit basket? Yeah. Or a meat and, and, and cheese? And have them back in their own bed by that night. I mean, that was the way they proposed it. I saw that coming. I got to be honest. I never saw the floating abortion clinic in the Gulf. What are they going to name the ship? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I'm, uh, have enough creative evil to even come up with it. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it by the look in your eyes, you've got some ideas, but yeah, I don't know if I can say them <laughs> to be honest. It might, might get a few people mad. I at saw me you too, restraining yourself. Um, oh, the wheels are turning. Guys, this is, but it's just amazing to me to sit there and watch these people get so adamant. I mean, people here locally in Alabama that are pro-abortion, how how angered they are, mm. how they don't understand. And, and, of course, they're repeating the same diatribe over and over again that they get from the leftist handbook. But it's like they don't they don't understand that abortion hasn't been taken away and at least not completely yeah. it's been reverted back to the states to where it should yeah. have never been well taken and that's from. what they're saying so here's the thing just like what you say and what i say it's if they're that upset about it use the the, the, the system to be able to go and vote to have the law changed right yeah. yeah now granted i hope that law never gets changed i don't want to i don't want to yeah. know that another child's ever been aborted again well let me tell you even here in alabama we've got some of our lawmakers Showing what they really are, Republican lawmakers. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Who passed the 2019 Human Protection Act? Um, Backpedaling now. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. I'll vote them out. 
uh, to see what comes about when it comes to life next year. Some of these that have been running as, as pro-lifers, uh, it's been too easy. Everybody this side of abortion, um, basically if you were this side of full-term abortions, you could say you're, you're pro-life. Okay, to some extent, you're pro-life. And uh, we're going to find out, I, I've said it over and over, we're going to find out who's really pro-life and who's mostly pro-life and who's sort of pro-life. We're going to find out. And who just wore the label because it looked good well, at the time. Yeah, and, and, and look, pro-life has been a big tent. Any res- if, you, if you were for restricting abortion in any way, then you could say you were you were more pro-life than those people. Yeah. But now in Alabama, we have a law that says we don't have abortions. Yep. Only in the rare case of the danger of the life of the mother, as documented by a, a couple of different doctors, um, at the at the expense of a very very serious felony, can they do so? And you've got some now, and don't don't be surprised if it's your senator or representative. It may be. Who's going to be ready to start going, hey, now I believe life is at conception, but do we really want to not have any type of abortions? What about rape? What about incest, which are, which are horrible situations? But look, you either believe life is life or it's not. Okay? And, and those, are, those are very rare, very rare situations. But... No matter how a, a child is conceived, it's still a child. Then you're going to have ones that say, "Well, do we? Is it really? I believe at conception, but don't we want to wait till there's a heartbeat? Shouldn't we just, or shouldn't we wait till 15 weeks? Shouldn't we wait till viability? All these arguments that were used for people to say they were pro-life." I'm for viability, I'm for heartbeat, I'm for, you know, are all, it, it's just, it's all headed in the other direction now. And now we're, they're going to try to use it to go the other, swing it back to the other, to the other way to make abortions not more restrictive, but to make them more available. And that's what we're going to see happen in our very own state. So it's not enough anymore to listen to your, uh, your local a senator or representative who go to the Alabama State House and represent you and just hear them say they're pro-life, you better clarify what they mean by pro-life. I'm going to be in Montgomery tomorrow. I'm going to have that discussion with some of them. I know. It, it, we're going to have it. Okay, let me take my final break of the day. i got to do it. We'll be right back. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. 
Hi, this is Pastor James Ward, author of the book Zero Victim. You are listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. All righty, we're wrapping it up here in the next few moments on Tuesday. I'll be back on Wednesday, of course, and um, should be here pretty much uh, pretty regular now. I think I've sort of um, gotten through my, my summer be-aways. No more uh, visits to, to Ed Bailey's famous house of fried bologna sandwiches? No, done with that. Never, never been a fan of bologna sandwiches. I like bologna, but... Um, what do you put on a bologna sandwich? What do you like on it? I like mustard, mustard. and See? cheese. Yeah, I'm not a big. I'm not a mustard. I don't like mustard that much. Not a big mustard. I knew person. something was wrong with you. Yeah, I'm not a mustard. Jeez, Greg, honestly, on, who not, raised you? Not a mustard or a mayonnaise person. Really, we'll have not. to have a talk with your I folks. Can, I can go with some honey mustard. Okay, I can get there. Oh, now, no, now you're crossing the line. No, well, Greg, what's wrong with your taste buds? Uh, get you I'm, some I'm, bold, spicy mustard. Make it happen, brother. Well, now if it gets, if it gets some boldness and some spicy to it i may be all right that's what i'm saying I, they're so just I'm standard about. standard mayonnaise and mustard nah. look next week i'm taking you over to subway and i'm gonna i'm gonna get you a spicy italian done up the right way okay we're gonna it, do this is there spicy good oh yeah oh yes oh yes hmm. I, i'll show you i'll show you what it's all about where's the subway at uh, lakeshore over here yeah, yeah there's, there's somewhere there. yeah there's yeah. one over here used to be one right here down the road i used yeah, to go there the street, all yeah. the time but then that's the one where the lady the employee went off on the man, and I mean, it was bad. Oh yeah, remember that was bad. I heard about yeah, that. And they shut the place down. Ooh. Yeah, they got in a big argument, and it's it, it closed. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what it is now, but I used to go there all the time. That was like my go-to place around here. I can understand that. It's a great place. We'll be back, of course, Wednesday at four o'clock. Uh, don't forget now for those of you who uh, are regular listeners to the station. Um, now between two and four, you can hear my friend Phil Williams here, leading into our program, and um, we're glad to have him. Right Side Radio, between two and four, also right here on WXJC 101.1 FM. So now you've got uh, two until six p.m. Uh, live uh, live talk radio, conservative Christian values uh, from him and myself, and so uh, we hope you you guys will check that out if you. Uh, have been uh, leaving us in the afternoons uh, during the transition and programming. Uh, things are now settled. Two to four, Right Side Radio. Four to six, Priority Talk Live. And uh, he's doing an outstanding job, and we look forward to working together over the years uh, many, many, uh, with many, many opportunities. All righty. Glad we got through that one today. I'm back in the groove now after uh, the weekend, the long weekend for me. Being away, I covered the Ark Encounter. I was finally able to visit this weekend and had an outstanding opportunity. Even had some callers, had some folks online mention how much they've enjoyed being there as well. And a great opportunity. If, if there's any way you can do it, you should definitely take your kids to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter and help them develop a really biblical uh, worldview uh, from Genesis uh, 1 through 11 to understand original sin, creation, original sin. Um, uh, to understand the Tower of Babel and to understand uh, that helps you understand issues of race all the way to man's sinfulness and the flood and how it changed the world changed our planet 
Uh, it's an amazing, amazing story, and it all makes sense. But uh, you have to study it, and you have to experience it for yourself. So we encourage you. Uh, check out Answers in Genesis, the Creation Museum, Ark Encounter. We've, uh, you've been hearing Ken Ham's commentaries on this station for many, many, many years. Used to run during my show. They don't right now. Uh, but, uh, boy, uh, we had a great time, and I encourage any of you to go. I've been to the Creation Museum several times. That was my first trip to the Ark Encounter. All right, we'll visit with you guys again tomorrow at 4. Check it out, PriorityTalkRadio.com for the podcast and everything Priority Talk Radio.